Welcome everybody to Wrestling with Stooges. I'm your host, Oscar Rendon. I remember this time. <laughs> and always, always by my side, always sitting in front of me, uh, always sitting across from me is my good friend, my best friend, my brother, some would say, Tim Roth. Timmy Tapout. Your ride or die? My ride or die. T-Bone. T-Bone. Ooh, yeah. That's a long one. That's an old one. Oldie but goodie. Yep. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got, we really got to thank uh, Cody Rhodes for that. You know, <laughs> thanks, really, Cody. You really gave us a, a good one. Um, man, there's a lot to talk about, but it's. I feel like this whole week, it's been nothing but CM Punk news. Pretty much CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. I feel like it's always CM Punk news. I feel like there's a day when it slows down because somebody does something, and then it's back to CM Punk news. Yeah. You know? He's always popping back up in the news. It's always popping back up. Uh, and uh, it's... Uh, we'll, 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 get, we'll, get, we'll get to that part of the CM Punk news. But I got a... I don't know. I got a... Not a bone to pick with people, but I got a... Uh, I just got this thing I got to get off my chest. Pick those bones. You know? Um... For as much of a problem that certain people view CM Punk as, um, you can you know point to the Dave Meltzers of the world, Brian Alvarez, uh, Sean Ross Sapp, like all those people. I think Nick Cosman. I have no idea. I don't know who the fuck Nick Cosman is. I all I know is that he's a Twitter feed. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll see his tweets just reposted by other people. But um, for as much of a you know problem as cm punk is to those people as far as like you know like they're always criticizing punk whatever for all of that they sure do love to cover the guy because it's really easy like if i don't like somebody if i don't um if if i feel like it's something uh that i i don't know it's it's just something where I, i i wouldn't cover it if i didn't like the guy you know like, if I really hated something, like, you never notice that we don't cover anything on this that we don't absolutely like, you know? Yeah. Like, we never cover that shit. Right. You know? and Because then that's a waste of our time. It's a waste of our time, you know? But I just find it hilarious that all these people always cover CM Punk. As much as they're always like, oh, good thing he's gone from AEW, or, or CM Punk's the problem, he caused this, he caused that, and it's like, you guys, you're making, off your, you're making all your money off of him. <laughs> By covering him. You should be thanking him. Yeah, you should be thanking him, you know? <laughs> you should be thanking him. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just one of those annoying things. It's just one of those things that I, I think about whenever I'm driving by myself. I'm just like, you know, for you know, like for a lot of trash talk that people do about him, they sure love covering the guy. Because they know they're going to get clicks whenever they put just CM Punk in the title, you know? Those people, the same people... Like the people you just mentioned that trash talk punk constantly are the same people who tune in. If CM Punk comes back, at, 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 at no matter where, at any point, they're going to tune in to watch him. CM Punk's a guy, he gets people talking. Yeah. You know? He does. And that, actually, that's a perfect segue to my second point, which is I read, um, I read a, like an article, not an article, I, wrote, I read like an interview that Roman did, I think, in 2021. Let me see. Actually, um, yes. I uh, There was a video I watched that popped up from... It said 2020, 
but I could be wrong either way. It's probably the same interview. Yeah. So, okay, here it is. 2021 complex interview. This is what you said about CM Punk. If our audience wanted to see it and they were clamoring for it, couldn't shut up about it and all the stars aligned as a businessman and as a performer who was trying to seek out the very best for the audience and try to captivate, I would, I wouldn't say no, but I mean, on a personal level, it doesn't do anything for me. That's not going to elevate me at all. He's older now. I haven't really seen a full match. I've seen a clip or two. And to me, a step or two has been lost. Then also he got his uh, ass whooped in the UFC. I don't think anybody really believes someone 200 pounds soaking wet with no explosive bone in their body uh, could ever really do anything to me. Um, that's not all of it. There's, there was more. Basically saying that, um, that CM Punk really didn't do anything for the business uh, as far as like Stone Cold or The Rock or people like that. And uh, actually, I would... This is the one time I would probably disagree with Roman. Actually, I would think CM Punk made wrestling cool again. He did. Like, if you go back, go back to that time when we were watching, like from like 09, 2010, 2011. I call those the dark ages. <laughs> Very dark. Because <laughs> if you said you were a wrestling fan, people made fun of you. You, you were not cool. You didn't feel comfortable saying you were a wrestling fan. You you felt ashamed, and you had to you kind of had to hide that little secret of yours. Yeah. Like you didn't want people to know that you were a wrestling fan. Yeah, there was a little bit of shame that came with it, and it wasn't until CM Punk came out uh, in the summer of Punk, and I think he made wrestling cool again. And from that moment on, you know, you can almost see the trajectory of the business change from guys like Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley. Um, a lot of the people that you see in WWE today that aren't the prototypical quote unquote WWE superstar that, you know, that weren't like these like six foot two or like giant, like steroid, <laughs> basically monsters. You can almost thank CM Punk for that. Yeah, of course. You yeah. know, he opened the door for a lot of those guys and, uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, also in the same category as Punk, opening doors uh, for guys like Roman and Seth, and you know some of the these current superstars. And like, I like Roman. You know, I think he's, I think he's great. But for him to say, you know, Punk didn't really do anything for the business. Comparing him, you can't compare anybody to to guys like Stone Cold and The Rock. Like, I don't know if there's ever going to be any two superstars like that ever again at the same time um yeah but yeah i I agree with you that punk did make wrestling cool again and that was the time to tune in you know summer of punk from then on punk has been a hot topic of wrestling even when he wasn't there for seven years people just wanted him back so much so for for somebody to say that he didn't do anything for the business people missed him People wanted to see him come back so badly, and we finally got him, so hopefully we get him again. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would look at it like this, and again, this is not throwing shade to Roman, but these are just cold, hard facts when you look at the situation. Roman has been gone since SummerSlam. Has anybody ever really talked about him, (laughs) you know? Like, except for, like, WWE, like, unless they're, like, saying, oh, like, you know, the tribal chief this or whatever. Like, 
people aren't really that interested in him coming back. Like you would think them announcing that uh, Roman is coming back next week or this week uh, on SmackDown, you would think a lot of people would be hyped for it. Nah, you know, like I feel like it's it's this weird thing where I, Roman news to me isn't that big of a deal. And when you think about CM Punk news, CM Punk could fucking go to an Applebee's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go to an Applebee's, I don't know, uh, order something, and that would be news. Like, oh, sources say CM Punk was seen at an Applebee's outside of Connecticut, you know, like just some bullshit like that. Like anything CM Punk does is newsworthy. Anything that CM Punk does is always, um, I would say, is, 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 I don't know. It's just, it's, it's bigger. It's bigger to cover. It's, it's all this stuff. And, you know, like you said, for someone to say that CM Punk hasn't done anything for wrestling, the fact that he gets as much coverage as he, as he does, even when he's not doing anything, you know, I think it speaks volumes. I think Roman wishes he could do that. I think I would attribute Roman's success, not to Roman, but to Paul Heyman. Jimmy and Jay, Sami Zayn, I would say, really, if you want to, like I said, if you really want to think about it, and I said this, I think, a couple podcasts ago, Sami Zayn is what really kind of saved the bloodline from becoming this stale, old, you know, almost, like, by-the-numbers storyline with Roman, which is, go to a pay-per-view, we can... (laughs) Go through how the match is going to work out. We always know. I don't think Roman has won a single match clean since he's but he's since he's been champion. Um, it's just been the same formula for every match, and after a while, it gets fucking stale. And I think Sami Zayn really injected new life into it. And so, if you wanna if you wanna say stuff like that, it's like it's just like no, you're wrong. Like it's just again, like the cold hard facts are proving it to me, like. Roman's coming back this week. No one's covering that shit. No one. I, you go on YouTube. Some of the top stories have nothing to do with Roman. Some of the top stories are FTR losing the tag team championships. CM Punk possibly going to uh, WWE. Jade Cargill backstage at Fastlane. Um, Jimmy. Uh, not Jimmy. Uh, Jane Cody's uh, press conference. <laughs> Yeet. Yeet. Those are the four. Those are the four main topics. And they announced that Roman was coming back like two days ago when we were at at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's covering that shit. No one's like, ooh, what's what's Roman going to do? We know what Roman's going to do. He's going to come back, acknowledge me, and get the fuck out. <laughs> we won't see him for another two weeks. Two months. Two months, maybe, yeah. So I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like... I feel like uh, we always do. We always say this. We always we always feel like we're CM Punk apologists or we're CM Punk defenders. But like, like I feel like you kind of have to be whenever people are just saying shit because they know that if they say CM Punk's name, they're gonna get coverage. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you think if Roman went away for seven years, people would be chanting his name, clamoring for him to come back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. So I don't know, man. It's just. There's something about CM Punk. Like, people love him. Some people hate him. We love him. Yeah. Um, Like, we want him... We want him in the wrestling... We want him in the wrestling business. And... It's just... People... 
a lot of people out there just don't care for him, or they, they say they don't care for him, and then the second he comes back, they're tuning in to watch him. Yep. But, yeah, I agree with everything that you just said there, you know, with uh, Roman. Like, yeah, he's been gone for since SummerSlam, so that was a couple months, two months, about two months ago. It was like around the end of July. No, no, no. Was it the beginning of July? August, SummerSlam? August 5th. It was August 5th. Yeah, very beginning of August. Yeah, very beginning of August. So ever since then, we haven't seen him. Yeah, so apparently he sustained some kind of injury, too, and that's why he's been kept off TV for a while. Yeah. But, but does that really matter? Because he barely does anything on TV anyways. Right, he comes he shows back. up, and he sits down in his, uh, in his uh, locker room. That's it. Or he cuts, comes out to the ring for, like, a promo, and that's it. Like, there's no wrestling. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, anything you see about CM Punk, like, I'm clicking. I'm clicking to see, like, what's the newest update on CM Punk today. Yeah. Um, But I guess we can talk about the latest rumor of him being in talks with WWE. That was the first thing that I saw, uh, I guess it was Friday, Friday morning. And everything, just everything I was scrolling through on Facebook, it was just... CM Punk and talks with WWE. CM Punk coming back to WWE. Um, I, I we've said this before. I think it's a very high possibility this time around. Yeah. Um, uh, the latest thing that I saw was CM Punk still has heat with some top talent in WWE management. Um, so I think he's going to have to make amends is what the article said with some yeah. of these people. Which, obviously, they're going to sit down. This isn't AEW. It's people, people like Roman or whoever else has heat with with CM Punk, they're going to sit down with this guy, hash it out, and they're going to do business. Yeah, like the, we've said this a million times. Like two completely different companies, and I know, like CM Punk is going to be willing to do something like that. Like he's going to want to end his career on a high note because this is this is his last chance. I feel like to go out on a high note and in his career, the way he should, he should end it. Yeah. Um, just think of all the possibilities in WWE for him right now. There's just so many talent, so many stories and, uh, matches he could have. Um, we've said it before, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, LA Knight. Think of the promo battles with him. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting, exciting few months heading into survivor series. Royal Rumble season, WrestleMania is coming up. Yeah. It's an exciting time in wrestling right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, <clears throat> to me, it's interesting that of all the people that you mentioned that uh, Punk could have heat with, a lot of it really is. A, it's funny. Like, if I were Seth Rollins, if I were Roman Reigns, I'd feel a little embarrassed that that I would even call it heat with CM Punk because. Roman again in that same interview, I think like a or a similar interview, but probably I think like a year prior, Roman said that um uh that he doesn't like punk, you know, because he made his job even harder a couple of years ago be, for doing a, an interview or a podcast and, and he's referring to the Colt Cabana podcast. And it's like did he make your life harder? Like he basic punk basically said what all the fans at that time, kind of knew already. 
from, you know, from either from dirt sheets or from, you know, again, wrestling reporters and all that stuff, like Dave Meltzer and stuff like that. Like, Roman Reigns was handpicked to be the next guy by Vince McMahon. And it wasn't it wasn't that big of a secret. Like you could go back in time and watch it and be like, ah, oh, they're doing this, <laughs> you know. And then CM Punk came out, did his interview about you know how Roman wasn't the guy he he wanted for the third member of the Shield. Um, and then he also said that one thing about Ro- about Vince saying that oh we got to make got to make sure that Roman looks strong, you know we got to make sure Roman looks strong. And and it's like even if Punk hadn't have done that. Fans already knew that shit, and they were letting them know. Like this, Punk didn't make his job harder. <laughs> Roman, Roman was basically has been the top guy ever since Punk left. I would say no, he wasn't the top guy. He was just about there, though. He was the perceived top guy. He was never really the top guy. If if you wanted to give that mantle to somebody. John Cena was still around when Roman was doing all this shit. John Cena really didn't leave until 2018. Like, uh, it was kind of John Cena's last year as an official, like, full-time. Because he had that match with Undertaker, and then after that, done. You know? And even then, I wouldn't have called Roman the guy. I, w- I would still would have said John Cena's still the guy. Well, yeah, we didn't call him the guy, but WWE did. As you said, he was perceived as the top guy. But if no matter how you look at it, anytime you watched wrestling raw or smackdown at that time like roman was pretty much in all the main events and you know he was above everybody else yeah but i mean you can be in the main events but you're still not the guy you know what i'm saying you know do you understand what i'm saying like kind of like like i could be in the main events of wrestling right now i wouldn't be the i wouldn't be the guy you know especially if they were try if WWE was automatic was pushing me you know so it's like well, that's the thing. They were pushing him. They were pushing, pushing him. him hard. Exactly. So, to me, again, yes. Perceptively, yes. Roman was the guy. Air quotes right there. The guy. But in reality, John Cena was still the guy. People didn't believe Roman as the guy. As much as you want to put him in the main events, as many times as you wanted to give him the universal title, eh. It wasn't until 2020 when the pandemic hit that he, it finally clicked for him, whatever the fuck, you know, or whoever backstage was like, you know what, let's just turn him, you know, this is the perfect time, there's no fans, we can do whatever, we can see what works, what doesn't, and, but also, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see if Roman can be a face, like, we know he can be a heel, he always had, like, I don't know, like, I'm better than you energy, <laughs> even though, even when he was a face, you know, so it'll be interesting to see if he can pull off being a face. Because that was the one thing he struggled with, was being a face. Like, I would say Roman is the second best MJF. Like, MJF, even before Roman was doing it, was already, like, rest, barely wrestling on television. He would only wrestle, like, uh, pay-per-views. He, he basically had the Roman Reigns schedule before Roman Reigns, you know? That's true, yeah. MJF has been wrestling a lot since, I guess, All In. Yeah, since since the Adam Cole stuff. But, and so, the, yeah, Adam, yeah, he switched that and became a face. I don't know. It's still kind of hard to figure out if MJF is a face face. But we'll just, for the benefit of the doubt, we'll say he's a face. 
But MJF, as he managed to become a face after everybody saying, oh, you can't be a face. You're too good at this one thing. You couldn't be a face. And even then, he proved, he proved those people wrong. And he's one of the top, I would say, baby faces in AEW that they have right now. Can we say the same about Roman if he turned face in a couple months? Mm, I don't know. It's hard to answer right now. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I would turn him. And then, like, in the near future, like, I'd still, I'd still keep him the way he is now until he loses the, uh, the title. And then maybe he just needs to go on a very long extended break after that. Maybe. And then come back and we'll see. Maybe, maybe he'll be a baby face then. I don't know. But, but I mean, like you just said, like he has to go away to come back a face. Some people don't need to do that. I feel like that's the easy way to bring someone back as a face. You go for a couple months, let the people miss you a little bit, you come back as a face, of course they're going to love you. That's super easy. But like, like, I said, like I said, look at guys like MJF. Look at guys like Randy Orton or CM Punk who have been heels for, for forever. And then you know, they gradually start turning into that face that people want to cheer for again. Can we say the same thing about Roman? I don't think so. Not yet. Not right now. Not from what I've seen of his work. And I'm just talking strictly character work. Again, we here never criticize wrestling. We can't we don't know how to be wrestlers. We're no. not wrestlers. We'll never hear we'll never sit here criticizing a moonsault. <laughs> we don't know shit. We don't know shit. Uh, but when it comes to character, when it comes to being invested in characters, we know a lot about that shit. Especially me. But um from all the work that I've seen Roman do, I don't think so. Not yet. We'll have to wait and see when, whenever that moment comes where he becomes a face. But until then, again, this, is, <laughs> and this conversation all stemmed from just, again, that's, that, that people have heat with Punk. Like, cool, he said something about you that really wasn't about you. Like, yes, he said Roman Reigns. We got to make Roman, Roman Reigns look strong. And yes, he said Roman Reigns wasn't my pick. But that has nothing to do with Roman Reigns. That has to do with WWE being like, no, we want to do this instead. Right. We want to go in this direction. It really had nothing to do with Roman. And if, if Roman really has an issue with him for that, then that's kind of silly, in my opinion. I mean, look at how successful he is right now. Like, for him to say that Punk made his life harder a few years ago, like, dude, you're, you're like the top dog right now. Like, literally, you are, you've been champion for three-plus years. They've strapped the rocket to you for the past ten years. Yeah. So, I don't know how much harder your life can get. I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's interesting because John Cena did the exact same thing when he basically called him out in live television when he, when he couldn't do his promo. Mm-hmm. Classic. That was, I know? remember that like it was yesterday. Like, I, re- I rewatched some of that stuff just, just to feel good about myself. <laughs> Be like, it's a promo, kid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Like, if, if, if that had been CM Punk, I think, I think CM Punk would have uh, gone in a little bit harsher. But still, uh, it's, like, it's like, no. It's like, if anything, if, if CM Punk had said that, like, let's just say I'm Roman Reigns and CM Punk says that. If I'm listening to that, I'm going, uh-huh, Okay. Maybe I got to step up my game. Maybe I got to figure out something instead of just letting Vince McMahon tell me, oh, you're the guy, even though I clearly know I'm not the guy. Let me, let me actually do something. Like, we could have had this Roman Reigns, I don't know, 2015, 2016, because Punk left, what, 2014? Yeah. 
And then that same year, I think in, within, that, within that year, Punk had that interview. So Roman Reigns has had, since that interview dropped, which I think was like in around Thanksgiving slash Christmas of 2014. So let's see. Let's go by year. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. Six years it took Roman Reigns to figure out what the fuck he was doing as far as his character, as far as becoming some, somebody that people believed in since that interview. Six years. CM Punk, he, he, could, he's a, he could do a lot of things, but he did not make your life harder with that interview. No. No. No, no. No, no, no. And within those six years, John Cena was another guy who did the exact same thing. Called him out on live television. Called him out on television. I think it was that 2018? 17, or, I believe. 17 or 18. I feel like it was 20, like, I feel like it was in the fall of 2018. Because by that, t- by that time, John Cena was a part-timer. Uh, no, it was, no, because the fall of 2018 was when Roman went away for um, leukemia. Yeah. So it was the year before. It was 2017. It was it was 2017. I want to say it was 2018, because it was. I mean, yes, he did go away in the fall, Roman, for the leukemia thing. Um, wait a minute. Let me put this in the Google machine. Google machine, yeah. See him, yeah. Roman John Cena uh, promo. Actually, you could just go to YouTube. YouTube that shit. August. August 31st, 2017. 2017? Yeah. Okay. So, say, 2014. 2014, when uh, CM Punk made his life harder. <laughs> 2015, 2016, 2017. Three years. John Cena calls him out. That moment happens. Still can't get his shit together. 2018, 2019, 2020. It took him another fucking three years to get his shit together. And again, I'm saying shit together with love. Because I think this is the best Roman we've ever gotten. He didn't make... CM Punk did not make his life that hard. Didn't make it harder. Seth, I have no idea what heat Seth has with Punk, if any, unless it's made up in his head, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't really know about that one either, because also in the same breath, he, t- he talked about how he kind of owes a lot of his career to CM Punk. Because I know they worked together um, at one point when he was in NXT... Like, he came to NXT, and they had, like, a match together or something, and he, like, helped Seth. I don't know. I just know the promo that he said CM Punk was a cancer or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah, wasn't that, like, this year? Yeah, I guess it was. Beginning of the year. Yeah. Because, like, this is an interview from, like, I think two years ago uh, with, is it what culture or wrestling something or Inside the Ropes or something where he's, like... uh, you know, he talks about CM Punk. He's like, yeah, I think that would be a match that people would want to see, me and Punk, if it could happen. You know, and that was it. So within the, whatever happened within those years, like, for his mind to be like, he's a cancer. I mean, again, people were just creating shit to create shit. Like, like, I wouldn't, like, if you were to ask me, like, say, I, like, I'm an unbiased person. And I see what's going on with CM Punk and AEW. And I'm in WWE. And they ask me about CM Punk. I'm like, look, I don't know what's going on over there. You know, I'm not taking any sides. I'm not calling anybody anything. If anything, I would think Punk would have a, a problem with, with Seth for saying that. Right. Not the other way around. 
you know? <laughs> so it's just a weird thing, you know? It's weird. It's it's weird that that grown men <laughs> got beef, got heat with each other, <laughs> you know? I don't know. That's the one thing I hate about this business is is just uh, the ridiculously hilarious um, grudges people hold for no reason, <laughs> you know? No. Like, I'll, uh, I'll include CM Punk in that, too, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, he held a grudge for many, many years. Yeah, so it's like, come on, guys. But now he's trying to come back, apparently. So, yeah. so let's talk about that. Nothing. Everything all weekend has been CM Punk is in talks with WWE. Sources within WWE say that if Punk were to come back, it's, it, you know, Survivor Series, it would be the place to do it. And then other sources are like, yeah, CM Punk is heading to WWE. It's most likely going to happen. But if, he would, if it were to happen, it, the, most, the more grander way of, saying, of doing it would be having him come back to the Royal Rumble, which, again, yes. we, we pitched that. Um, and it's like basically all the sources are basically saying Punk is heading that way. you know. So now we got to ask ourselves, if he's going back to WWE and he has this meeting with all the people he quote unquote has heat with, um, what, what do we think happens between now and Survivor Series or between now and the Rumble? So you mean like, uh, apparently, I guess it was Nick, Nick Hausman. I think that was the, the source. Yeah. Like you said, it's a safe bet that he's coming back and Survivor Series is probably going to be the place to do it. Um, I don't think... I think people are going to be clamoring for him come Survivor Series, especially the people in Chicago. They're going to be expecting him. Um, if I were WWE, I would, I would do... I would do the smart thing and hold off till the Rumble. So I think Chicago, I think he'll be there in Chicago, but I don't think he'll make an on-screen appearance. I think he'll be there to do the sit-down and maybe officially sign a contract. And then the Rumble will be the place that he makes his official return. Um, They've already been making subtle hints that he is coming back with commentary and promos. But... People keep saying that that's not their intention. You know what? It is their intention. <laughs> I'm not buying that BS. <laughs> you don't just make hints like that and say, oh, no, it's just, you know, it's just a coincidence. It's not our intention. I mean, it, there's got to be something in the works. That's that's what I believe in my heart right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the Rumble is going to be the place to do it. Um. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I mean, <clears throat> I think, like you said a, a few minutes earlier, that WWE is an AW, and when they get together to sit down and have their little powwow, <laughs> I, I don't know why that that <laughs> that word, those two words, always make me laugh. <laughs> I've always heard it. Powwow. We gotta have a little powwow um, when they have the little powwow, the little meeting. Um, I think shit's going to get done. I think um, people will get out whatever issues they have, and, and then 
move forward and do business together. Again, we know Punk is willing to do business because we know this from him in AEW trying to, you know, mend the mend the fences with with uh, the elite. You know, we know this. If this isn't news, CM Punk is willing to put his personal feelings aside for business. And if Roman is the same, if Seth is the same, we could be looking at one of the biggest years in WWE history, 2024, WrestleMania, The Rock, possibly. Again, Rock, you're an idiot. You're an asshole if you put it out into the universe that you could be coming to WrestleMania 40. Don't do us dirty, Dwayne. <laughs> dirty Dwayne, you know. <laughs> Start a new faction with Dirty Dom. Um, um, CM Punk could be at this WrestleMania. You know, there's talks of Stone Cold coming back for to do something. Um, you know, Cody Rhodes... Uh, has never been hotter. Jey Uso hasn't been hotter. L.A. Knight, like it, like this. Yeah, this is looking like one of the biggest WrestleManias. I'm trying to think, what was the last like a really big WrestleMania that I feel was like truly big? Um, maybe not since the women main evented. Yeah, are you talking as like overall, overall. or just the main? Like, because that WrestleMania to me wasn't like that memorable yeah like i think back to wrestlemania 30 to be honest with you because you had taker streak you had to get the yes movement i kind of think back to this year i feel like this year's wrestlemania was a little bit bigger you think yeah the roman versus cody uh the bloodline versus sammy and kevin you know Rhea versus charlotte um cena versus austin theory as much as that match was eh you know the hype for Cena coming back. I feel like, I feel like right now, WWE is on a roll as far as booking WrestleMania with this year. Hopefully, come this next year. You know, if if all the stars are aligning the way we think they are, it, WrestleMania Forty could be the fucking best one yet. Mm. And I would agree, WrestleMania Thirty is up there too. Like it's like I would say it's top. It's in the it's top three. And everything you just laid out just now, I feel like they're gonna top. They're gonna top WrestleMania 30, and I do agree. This past WrestleMania, as far as like match quality and like the storytelling, it was great. Ray and Dom. Ray and Dom. I think WrestleMania 30 just had more like of an impact on the company. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. This this WrestleMania coming up, WrestleMania 40, I, they're gonna they're gonna go all out for this one. And how do you go all out even more? You bring back CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do also feel like like Seth, Roman, pretty much anybody in WWE, they're going to do business first. They're not these children, you know, in another company. Just let's give them a few months. Let's see what happens, and then we'll, we'll talk. Like, they're going to sit down immediately. They're going to, like you said, hash things out, have a little powwow. And they're gonna do what's best for business. Yeah, make some money, tell some stories. Yeah, I mean, what was it like a couple months ago? Like there was an, a po- apparently there was an issue between Kevin and Roman. Like they got into an altercation in the back, you know. And then like cut to a few months later, they're in a six man tag together. Like right. at, at what was it? 
Saudi Arabia? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, they probably went out for a beer afterwards or something, you know? Yeah. Professionals. Professionals. Just uh, maybe not a beer. I mean, they're probably not hanging out, but at no. least, you know, whatever, whatever issue they had. Yeah, whatever issue they had, they, they squashed it. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, uh, I think Punk coming back to WWE makes sense. I think, I think if we're looking at it, it's funny because people, people online, uh, wrestling commentators like Dave Meltzer and Nick Houseman and Sean Rassap and Brian Alvarez and all those people, they're kind of like, WWE has the leverage. And to a certain degree, yeah, they've always had the leverage. Even when Punk was, like, even before Punk came back to AEW, I would still say WWE always had the leverage because they, they're always the ones, okay, if we want them back, we can have them back. You know, we just got to you know, extend that offer. Um, and it's just like, you know, they're trying to make it seem as if, as if CM Punk is, like, tucking his tail between his legs and is trying to go back to WWE. I think CM Punk wants to go back to WWE. I think it's because he's probably had enough time to be like, you know what? I feel like they've changed over there. I feel like it's a different thing. Are there things you can improve on in WWE? Of course. You know? Like we said, I think last week, the women's booking has been abysmal. To say the least. Like, there was a one women's match last night. Um, Wait. FS? Yeah. There was a, the triple threat. Yeah, that was one. Oh, I thought you said there wasn't yeah, one was, women's match. Yeah, it was just one. Yeah. It was a triple threat. Nothing else. No, Rhea, she was there. <laughs> she didn't defend. No, she hasn't um, defended in a long time. You know? Um, and again, it's like, you could be booking it better. Um, but... I think everything that stems from WWE, like the bad negative, like the negativity is usually always creative, creative differences, you know? Um, but I don't know. Like it's, I think I'm trying to think of like the best way to say this is like, I feel like people are trying to, to cause issues with punk going back to WWE to, to WWE where there aren't any, really. Like, there are people already, like, again, on the internet saying that, oh, if Punk goes back to WWE, he's a hypocrite. It's like, no, he's not. You could have said the same thing about Cody. Cody went went out, went away, created a new company. Yeah. And then came back to where he started. Yeah. So, like, why aren't these same people saying the same shit about Cody Rhodes? Now... I mean, we could say the same thing about the wrestling fans. It's like, okay, CM Punk left. He had all these issues with WWE that apparently everybody agreed with on the internet with him about. But did they stop watching wrestling? Did they stop watching WWE? I don't think so. Nah. I bet you they still kept going to the events. Oh, yeah. Bought t-shirts. Oh, yeah. You know? (laughs) It's like... No. Like, like if if we're allowed to be hypocrites as wrestling fans... Fucking the wrestlers can, you know, decide to do whatever the fuck they want to do. You know, it's like at the end of the day, like, I again, I just don't like when wrestling fans think that 
because somebody makes a decision that they're, you know, turning their back on them or that their morals are compromised or whatever. It's like, no, it's not. At the end of the day, it's business. You know, wrestling business, the wrestling business. Yeah. You know, and I just think it's funny. I think it's hilarious how wrestling fans are, you know. Dude, like for real though, like there's a lot of comments. When I read an article about CM Punk coming back, I'll read through the comments and a majority of those comments say things like, please, God, no, like stay away and all this like negative shit. And I'm like, you guys are so fucking stupid and such hypocrites. Like, you know, as soon as he comes back, you're going to be watching him. Like, we've like, why just, just yeah. people are fucking stupid, dude. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I just think it's hilarious that, um, I just think it's hilarious that people, people act that way, and when they and, and they call out that kind of you know uh, behavior, I guess, but they're they're engaged in the same behavior, <laughs> you know. It's just stupid. It's it's like when um, it's like when people tell you that like, you know, you gotta treat people with with empathy and 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 care, you know. Uh, and then the second someone doesn't agree with you, you fucking say some of the most vile shit ever. I'm like, where the fuck was, where the fuck was this? Oh, we got to treat people uh, with kindness and shit. And just because I don't agree with you, now you're fucking saying I got to die or some bullshit. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a, I think that's just the internet. If I had to, if I had to say so, that's the, that's just the internet wrestling community. Yeah. But that's just the internet in general too. But it's just like, I, like you said, at the end of the day, Second CM Punk's music hits, people are going to be watching. He's know? a draw. He's a draw. Yeah, no matter yeah. what people want to say, he draws money, tickets. People want to see him. And I would, I would say he's in the same category as like, like a John Cena or an Undertaker. Like People, like if he comes back to WWE, I think that's how he's going to be treated as. Like he might want to come back full time because that's where that's the way he wanted to do it in AEW. Like, he wanted to wrestle every week and be on, you know, he just wanted to be there. Yeah. Um, so, like, maybe back 10 years ago, maybe he didn't have as much leverage. But now, when he, or if he comes back, like, he's going to be treated a lot differently, I feel like, as far as the star power. Um, and also, maybe he just wants to come back because he doesn't want to be holding grudges anymore and he doesn't want to be a bitter a bitter person about the company that he used to love and work for and once was the top guy he held the title for 434 days let's not forget that yeah um (laughs) but yeah i think um let me ask you a question because i think we talked about this the other day can i answer can whenever you ask me this question will i be able (laughs) will i be able to answer it yes Okay, go ahead. Uh, I feel like I'll just, I'll just ask you the question. Do you think CM Punk coming back to WWE is going to be bigger than Edge coming back after his uh neck injury? Um <clears throat> if I had to say if I had to say Ratings-wise, ticket sales-wise, yes. 
the emotional part of it, like, no. Like, CM Punk, we got the emotional part of it out of our systems when he came back in AEW. Now, maybe there, there'll, there'll be some people in w, in, that only watch WWE who will have that kind of emotional attachment to it. But I think as far as the business, yes, it'll be more impactful. Um, I think, and again, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to compare the two because edge, I feel like people that love edge were already watching WWE. So the impact I don't think could have been felt as much. CM Punk brings with him those hardcore wrestling fans that maybe don't watch WWE on, on, on a regular basis. People like you and me, like we don't watch WWE on a regular basis. Like we, if we can catch it, we will watch it, or we'll go on YouTube and watch clips. But for the most part, we're not tuning in, you know. And at first, when Punk came uh, back, when he was in AW, I was I was trying to tune in as much as I could, you know. Um, and then when it was clear that uh, <laughs> when it was clear that. Uh, people couldn't get along and we weren't going to get some kind of match out of it or some kind of like, you know, like, like we've been saying, like some business done, you know, like here's, here's this natural heat between these two people. The whole world knows about it. The whole world's talking about it. Let's make it into an angle. They didn't capitalize on it. I feel that was their first mistake was not capitalizing on that. Had they done that, had they brought in, those real life issues, first of all, if they had gotten together, squashed the beef, even if it was just for professionalism, but used some of that for a, a program, I feel like ratings would have gone up. Because now you're like, oh, this is coming to TV now? Like, we're going to get a little inside baseball with what happened? I got to tune in now. Like, I got to check the shit out. Like, I, you, you know, it, you make it must see TV. Now, and this is uh, a little harsh, but it's true. If you go to AEW's YouTube page and you look at the clips, the only videos with that even hit a million views right now are stuff with Edge. Everything else is kind of in the couple hundred thousand, not even that much. Go to WWE's page. Every, every clip, doesn't matter who, who's in it, Minimum at least gets a million views, maybe even a little bit more. That Rock and John Cena interaction that they had with each other a couple SmackDowns ago, that was just like a minute long. It had like 10 million views before the night was over. <laughs> Crazy. So not only are you are you not only was there like a million people watching it live on their on their television screens, then there was like an extra 10 million views on YouTube just for that clip. L.A. Knight, Here, here's one. Uh, this past SmackDown, when uh, Cody Rhodes came out to um, help out uh, John Cena, L.A. Knight, and Jay Uso, let's go to that. Some would say the four biggest baby faces in the company right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that pop, let's see. Let's go to it. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, let's see. 
you scrolling, guys. 868,000 views. Um, that's still a lot. Um, I'm trying to see. It's a lot, but I could have sworn there were millions on some other stuff. But still a lot of views. Well, they have so many fucking um, YouTube pages. Like, there's WWE Fox, and then there's WWE USA. Um, yeah. Like, there's so many. Like, if you add them all up, it's basically a million views. But, like, on, on consistently, I feel like WWE gets, just gets better views in general. Um, but I think... Punk, when he when he comes back to WWE, at this point it feels like it's a when. The impact I feel like will be bigger than Edge, but I think will also just be bigger in general, because now there is this CM Punk who is kind of pissed, but not at WWE anymore. <laughs> AEW. He's got a new company to be pissed at. <laughs> you know and. You can only imagine what well, you can only imagine what kind of uh, uh, promo Punk is going to cut on AEW. You know, like if if you thought Triple H sending John Cena, Undertaker, Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes to NXT <laughs> to to counter to counteract the, the the Tuesday Dynamite. Yeah, that's no co- that's no coincidence, yeah. folks. If you thought that was like. Uh, uh, like like uh, you know like a nuclear bomb being set off just just wait for the real nuclear bomb CM Punk Shit. when he comes back and he cuts a promo I said this the other day I also believe his return to WWE is going to be bigger than his return to wrestling in general after 7 years sure he's been on TV for the last couple of years now so people have seen him but now he's coming back to where he belonged in the first place, a place that he left, said he was never going to come back to, talked shit on for so many years. Like, people were going to be intrigued, and I think it might be more emotional for him to come back to WWE. Um, yeah, it was it was very exciting to see him come back after seven years to the wrestling business, but this, this is a completely different story here. Um, it's like if you... It's like a... I don't know. It's like a a couple that gets divorced, and then and then like many years later they find each other again, and then they get remarried or something. <laughs> like that never happens. No. A <laughs> CM Punk could make that happen. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? It, it'll be interesting though to see how uh, how things kind of start to uh, unfold on the road to Survivor Series, because I feel like that's just that's the next big thing. I know Crown Jewel is the next technical, you know, premium live event, but Survivor Series is the next benchmark uh, on whether or not we're getting punk at Survivor Series in Chicago, which, like we said, is a little too easy. Fuck Chicago. No, fuck Chicago. Fuck you guys. Uh, we love you, <laughs> but we hate you. But we also love you. 
but also fuck you <laughs> go fuck yourselves <laughs> um but um i think like we've said like we've been saying the best place for him to come back is the rumble like that's the full circle moment we've already talked about the full circle moment he left the last time people saw him was at the rumble it's only fitting that he comes back at the rumble not only that if you remember he came in at number one at the last one this this Rumble, he'd come in at number 30 and yeah. win. And not get eliminated by Kane this time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be, again, it'll be interesting to see how the crowd is that night, too. Oh, it's going to be you know, an explosion. Because are people going to be chanting CM Punk? When, like, at, let's just say all 29 superstars have come out. Have come out. And we all know that number 30 is the last, you know, we're waiting for number 30. Are people chanting CM Punk? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. That's a resounding yes. They will be chanting CM Punk. (laughs) They will be chanting CM Punk? Or The Rock? Maybe. I don't know. One of the two. CM Punk most likely. Most likely. I feel like if you really want to start the, the, the rumble off right, number one should be The Rock. There should be like a moment uh, when Punk comes back and it's Rock and Punk in the rumble looking at each other, staring down at each other. The last time they were in the ring together was at the Royal Rumble. Ooh. 2013? Yeah. Yeah. Have that moment too. Like, the, there's so many moments you can create. It's it's an it's insane. You know, I think you're, when you're bringing back that much history, I think Punk is gonna be. I don't want to say he's gonna be the nail in the coffin for AEW because I'm hopeful that AEW can recover and at least start to figure their shit out. Because you know. Like I think like we said, the honeymoon phase is over. You know, we've gotten all the dream matches you can fucking throw at us. <laughs> now it's time for some real like stories, some real storylines, some real characters that we that we can root for, that we want to root for, that we want to boo, you know? Um and I hope I'm hoping my hope is that with with Edge being there, that he can kind of start helping them with that. Like, already, I'm more intrigued with, with Edge and Christian, you know? Oh, yeah. Already. <laughs> and and MJF, it'll be interesting to see what MJ, MJF does next without Adam Cole. Uh, but if we know MJF, he'll figure out something. He always does. He's going to keep us entertained. Yeah. So I think I think right now... The high probability of CM Punk coming back to the WWE in the next few months is a resounding 100%. Yeah. WWE right now, they got some hot hands they can play. Yeah. They got Punk. They can bring in Rock. I mean, they're just, they're rolling. They got some pretty good stories they could tell right now. Yep. So, um, there was... There was one thing that I did want to mention before we start going into wrestling overtime, which is 
we'll get into the actual fast lane of it all in wrestling overtime. But there was something that I noticed while watching fast lane is that they switched audio mics in between, I think, shots. So you so they went from the microphones that are pointing into the uh, to the ring and they switched to the microphones that are pointing out to the audience so you can audibly hear the audience louder but then once they switched back to the ring one you could tell that the audi- that the that the volume went a little bit down cuz it was different it was different microphones hmm. i didn't notice so they're they're playing with with uh <laughs> <laughs> They're playing with the audience, and like uh, as far as like the the loudness of it all, um, I would say Indianapolis was not as loud as we were when L.A. Night came out. Nah, like when L.A. Night came out in St. Louis, that was a loud. That was a loud fucking. We were hot. We were hot as shit. We, we, we were. It was hot. It was a hot one. It was cold that day, but it was it was yeah. hot in that in that arena. And then when Cody Rhodes came out again. So, I think right now, WWE is in the best spot that they've been in in a long time. I agree. You know? So, uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, what the fuck do I know? What the fuck do you know? You know? As I'm, much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a whole lot. <laughs> but, uh, but, again, uh, guys, you can catch us uh, on Wrestling Overtime. Um Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, give us a rating, five stars. That's the only acceptable one we'll take. That's all we're asking. Well, five we're just stars. asking five stars. If you give us a four star, we'll take it too. Um, and if you guys are in the St. Louis area, make sure this Sunday, October 15th, you head over to Collinsville, Illinois, um, the Gateway Center, Glory Pro Wrestling, uh, El Dorado. We're going to have Matt Taven and Mike Bennett from the Kingdom. We're going to have Colt Cabana there. We're going to have your Glory Pro stars like Warhorse, Camaro Jackson, Tootie Lynn, Laney Luck, Cody Lane, and so much more. Uh, make sure to get there. Make sure to, make sure to get your tickets front row. I think it's sold out. I think there's some seats left for second row. General admission is only $25, guys. Um, and make sure to come to this event. It's it's a, it's a great event, and you'll be able to be there for the live taping of Glory Pro Wrestling Ascend. So don't miss out, guys, on this uh, on some of the best uh, wrestling in the Midwest. So I hope to see you guys there, and let me know if you're listening to the podcast. Please, we need to know <laughs> who's listening. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> There's a couple hundred of you out there. Um, but uh, again, thanks so much. And uh, like we always say on this podcast, Stooges out. out.